Hey there, I'm Ashley DeLuca and I believe that websites and email marketing go hand in hand just like a messy bun and a cup of coffee. With a stack full of library books from the library and a laptop bought with babysitting money, <laughs> I started this entrepreneurial journey nine years ago. I help creative entrepreneurs just like you with customized web design and email marketing strategies. Each week, I am going to be sharing with you practical strategies to help you connect and convert your ideal clients into paying clients so you can focus on what you do best. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Connect and Convert podcast. I'm your host, Ashley DeLuca, and I am so incredibly excited that you have joined me for another episode. I am not even joking. I literally recorded the whole episode while I was in my bedroom with my one almost one-year-old. His birthday is on Friday. And I'm not even joking. I literally don't even know what happened. Like half of my audio sounded like I was in a tunnel. And then like, I don't know, six minutes in, it was like, just like normal. So I'm recording the first portion of this once more because honestly, at the end of the day, done is definitely better than perfect. And I didn't feel like I needed to cut out all the good stuff by all means. So while he is fast asleep with my husband and both dogs, I have crept back out to my office so I can re-record this first part because guys, this is such good stuff. And, um, Honestly, at the end of the day, as I mentioned, done is better than perfect. So if you notice this episode is just a little bit off than usual, that is why um, my son has also been teething and screaming and hooting and hollering at me literally all day. So just having some peace and quiet time is definitely, I'm all for it. So I'm taking advantage of it and spending it with you guys. So today I want to talk to you guys about the five shocking reasons why your subscribers aren't buying and how it's costing you more than just money. So here's the thing, guys. Like, obviously, at the end of the day, we really want our subscribers to move from point A to point B. We want them to go from subscribers into buyers and actually become raving fans about what we're doing, right? But the real reason that they're not doing that, you're going to find out at the end. I'm going to tell you at the end the real reason. But here's the deal, okay? There's literally five shocking reasons why, why this is not happening. So we're going to go ahead and dive on in. So the first reason why they are not buying from you, especially if you have all the things set up, it doesn't, it, at this point, it doesn't make any difference. They are not buying because they don't know you. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Here's the thing. Honestly, at the end of the day, I feel like I say this a lot, but truly at the end of the day, it comes down to the simple fact that there are so many people out there that go from freebie to buy me. <laughs> literally, like I cannot even tell you, I, I do go into a lot of people's email sequences to see what's up, like what are people doing and um, getting a gist of like what's trending, what are people doing wrong, what are people doing right and sharing that. But there are so many people who I will get an email from with a freebie and it'll have like uh, I their normal I help statement, like I help people do X, Y, Z, here's your freebie. And then the next email I get is like, buy me, buy me, buy me, I need you to buy this. And it could be properly done with an offer ladder and all the good stuff, but you can't go from freebie to buy me. Okay. Like it does not work, right? 
you have to build a relationship with them. And honestly, if there is one thing that you take away from this entire episode is you need to build a relationship with your ideal clients. I think the most important part is that you speak directly to them and you speak in a way that they feel like you are just sitting down and having a direct conversation with them. You know, what ends up happening at the end of the day is we find ourselves, you know, constantly screaming out into the masses and we're just trying to see whoever like will pay attention to us. And we can't work like that, guys. Like we can't take our time screaming out to the masses, hoping something sticks to the wall, you know, and honestly, that's a lot of spaghetti wasted. That's a lot of spaghetti wasted and a lot of time wasted when you're just throwing it up against the wall and it's not working or maybe some of it's sticking, but they're not the right kind of people. So you want to make sure you actually take the time to build that relationship. Take the time to allow your readers and your subscribers and your peoples to like actually know you, like who you are as a person. So what I'll mention here is um, there's so many people who know or you might know. I, have, I mean, I just mentioned my son, right? Um, so I have a son. I'm married. I live in the middle of Ohio, in Southern Ohio. Um, but I also have two dogs, right? And so there's like things that I've just shared just in this episode alone that you're going to be like, oh, I also have a son. Or yeah, I'm married. Or I have dogs. You know, and things like that that make me more relatable, right? You'll be like, oh, I totally understand, Ashley. Like, I get it. And it allows you to be able to be more personable. And, you know, you don't have to share your whole life story. Like, if you, if you don't want to, if you're not comfortable with that, I definitely believe in boundaries and I believe in you being able to share what you want to share. But I also believe it's really important that you focus on taking the time to actually engage with them and taking the time to actually allow them to get to know you first before you try to pitch anything. All right. So as we move into number two, number two, the reason why they are not buying is because you haven't established credibility. So this kind of also goes back, if you think about like the no like trust, or I think it's no like trust, KLT, I think that's what it is. There might be something else. I honestly don't know. Um, but basically, you know, like, as I just mentioned, like that like factor, like someone has to like, like you, right? <laughs> but then also too, they have to know you and trust you in a way. And there's been, I've watched a lot of different trainings where people debunk it and they're like, this isn't the way to do it. You need to do it this way. People don't need to know you or like you or trust you before they buy from you. And I get it. I honestly get it if, if that's your argument. But I truly do believe at the end of the day, you need to at least engage with them and you also need to establish that you are the expert. Here's the thing, to be completely honest with you. If somebody comes up around my way and they are, you know, self-proclaiming this amazing offer, but they are not showing that they have the experience or not having the credibility, or if, you know, they don't have the things behind them, I am not going to invest. I'm sorry. You know, regardless of how much disposable income I may have or may not have, it doesn't make any difference. I mean, literally, like, you are going to spend your money, like, where you want to, obviously, but at the same time, too, you're going to put it where you think it, you're going to get the best investment from. And the best way that you can do that is to show them you're credible. It's a lot about, you know, taking the time for them to understand that you are the expert, but then also, too, at the end of the day, really focusing on, you know, making it so known that you are the expert and you are the person that needs to be in their lives to take them from point A to point B where they want to go, that it'll become a no-brainer. 
a lot of these things are literally no-brainer things, right? And, you know, when you build that relationship, when you build that credibility, both of these things go hand in hand. It's not that complicated. Um, one thing that I'll share with you guys that might be really helpful is putting in an email in your, in your sequences that literally talk about why you're different from everybody else. And I'm not saying that you're supposed to bash anybody else or say, like, my way is the only way, because it's not. I mean, I mean, there's lots of ways you can do email marketing websites. Like the way I do it, it may be completely different than Sally Sue down the road. But the thing is, is that at the end of the day, when you really, really think about it, you have the opportunity to be able to go through the process of sharing it in the way that you want to share it. And that's through these items here. So, I mean, at the... I feel like I say at the end of the day all the time, but really, come on guys, like <laughs> you can do the things. This is easy stuff, you know? And so by basically differentiating yourself this way is going to give you, you know, the leg over than Sally Sue because Sally Sue's not taking the time to build a relationship, get to know people, be relatable and be that person that people are actually looking to be for because people don't want to be sold to, right? People literally want you to be able to go through the process of, you know, really focusing on that relationship. Just focus on the relationship, guys. That's literally all you need to do. Number three, they don't know what your offer will do for them. Now, in terms of with these top three, you're going to notice a pattern after we get to the end that I'm going to talk about. But with this in particular, it's all about the pain points, guys. Like if you don't have a very clear ideal client with clear pain points that your offer is solving, you're going to miss the mark every single time because people are not going to understand. And there's so many times that you'll, you'll look at something and be like, what is this? Or what is that it's actually going to walk away from? And when you actually take the time to actually map out the pain points that your ideal client is having and then going through the process of being like, holy guacamole, this is the real deal. This is what I'm dealing with. Or, you know, this is what I'm working towards. You then have the opportunity to be able to solve them. When you have a clear roadmap with your offer, it makes for a clear roadmap for your marketing, which is a clear roadmap for your email marketing, guys. And so it literally simplifies the entire process of your business when you have an ideal client with clear pain points, with an offer that solves, you know, whether it's one of them or all of them, you know, like whatever that needs to be, you know exactly what that roadmap is. And then your ideal client is also going to know. So it really bridges that gap in helping you figure out the needs and the wants, matching your offer to it, and then making the money off of it. It's literally that simple, guys. <laughs> All right, so number four, um, as we get down here. So number four is there's no urgency involved. And this is something that a lot of people are like kind of shying away from because you want to be authentic and you want to be real and you want to be this and that. Okay, listen, urgency does not have to be slimy. Okay. Urgency doesn't have to be anything but what you make it honestly. And you know, I don't recommend and I don't endorse lying by any means saying like there's only five spots left when there's like 27, right? Like that's totally different than being like, Hey, listen, cart is closing tomorrow. Like this is the last time you're going to get in. It's going to open back in April. Like here's the details. Like here's how this is going to go down. And so when you go through that process of using FOMO, which is the fear of missing out, 
it's not slimy. It's like legitimate. Like, yeah, like after I close it tomorrow, like it's not opening until April. That's a true fact, right? It's something where you can really use the FOMO to be able to basically use it in your favor to get people to move because people are very lax. And a lot of times, and I even find this for myself, if somebody doesn't push me to do something, sometimes I won't do it, right? If I'm like, Eh, I'm just going to sit and think on this. I'm not really sure if I want to do it. And if that person comes up and follows up with me and they're like, hey, Ash, I just want to let you know. I know you've been thinking about this, but if you really want to hop on this, we need to do it tomorrow because of X, Y, Z. Generally speaking, if I'm like all in, ready to go, I'm going to do it. Because, I mean, honestly, like at the end of the day, if I'm going to take that next step, I need to be pushed a little. I mean, I got a lot of... let me say it this way. I have a lot of things that are competing for my attention all day, every day. I have a child. I have two dogs. I have a husband. I have, um, Diana. Diana is definitely like completely in my life. Like I got to give Diana attention, right? And, you know, and like there's, there's different things that are like continually always going on that I need to be paying attention to. And then things that I allow and choose. So, like, I have a Slack group that I'm part of. Um, I have a Facebook group. It's called Simply Business. I have, you know, my clients and stuff like that. And so, if you don't actually take that opportunity to actually kind of just compete a little bit for my attention to, like, get me to where you want me to go, probably never going to make it, honestly. And, I mean, that's just me. And I'm sure you're probably not in your head, too, because, like, you have stuff going on. It may be a little bit different than what I have, but you probably have, you know, pets and significant others and friends and family and all this other stuff that is constantly competing for your attention that you need to address. So, just think about that too with your ideal client. You know, obviously if there's no urgency, they're not going to take action and you're going to miss out on the opportunity to be able to get them to the next step in your funnel because you didn't do this simple little step of giving them a reason to move their monies to you, right? All right. And then finally, number five. So number five is you confuse the fudge cycles out of them by either offering them too many things or just having a super vague offer in general or not offering anything at all. So this could go like either way. You could just not have an offer whatsoever or you could have 6,000 offers that you're throwing in their face and they won't move. And you're just like, well, why is that, Ashley? Like, I, I don't understand that, right? Here's the thing. When you have... 6,000 offers, and this is just being silly, right? Like maybe you only have three. When you have multiple offers out there, people are going to get confused on what is the best fit for them. I have seen a couple people who are, and I mean, I've worked with people like this who have a ton of offers. And the thing is, is that's like all fine and dandy. You know, that's great. Like I understand that you're trying to hit multiple pain points or multiple target audiences or X, Y, Z, whatever doesn't make a difference. They have multiple offers. And in that case, people are left wondering, man, I don't know which one's the right one for me. Like, how do I know which one I should move towards? What, you know, which one I should work with? You know, I don't know if I'm a beginner, immediate, intermediate. There's so many questions, right? I mean, it's literally just like, okay, so I recently just bought a new pair of tennis shoes. And I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, so I don't even know where to begin. 
Like, where should I even start with buying these tennis shoes? Like, there's like 6,000 different kinds of tennis shoes, like a trillion different brands out there. You know, there's like running ones, there's trail ones, there's street ones. Like, I don't know. I live in the country, so I probably need this. And I'm like making these conscious little decisions in my mind, answering these questions, trying to navigate my brain to where I need to go. Your ideal client should know exactly which offer is for them, right? They should know exactly, like, when they see that offer, they should be like, bang, that is me. So that goes back to the pain points, right? Like, actually understanding what their pain points are. But it also goes back to you doing your job of crafting that for them properly, creating that journey for them so they end up exactly where they need to go. So what I've done in the past when my clients have had a trillion different offers, we've taken a look and seen, okay, so where's the overlap? Is there anything that's overlapping? Is there anything that is not very definite that someone would be able to look at your offers and be able to figure out exactly what they need? If there's like question on which one they need to go to, we have a problem. And I understand, so let me say this, so I understand that like there's different levels of support, I get that. So you might have like a course, you might have a one-on-one, you might have a mastermind or a membership, That that's fine. Like I understand like there's different tiers of support, which is different from having completely different offers. Like having something that's, you know, totally completely about email marketing basics, right? And then having something just about, you know, like getting started with email marketing. Okay, so how do I know if I want the getting started with email marketing or do I want the email marketing basics? Like what, that, that would just confuse you guys, right? You'd be like, I don't know which one I should take, right? So just making sure you just literally make it super clear on exactly what that next step needs to be. And then also talking about it, right? So you could be on the other end of the spectrum and just simply not talk about your offer whatsoever. And people aren't going to know about it unless you talk about it, guys. I mean, that's literally as simple as it gets. And the thing is, is that we, we really get stuck into this whole, like, we need to give value. We need to give value. And, like, well, we need to give more value. And I definitely agree with that. Like, I definitely do believe that value needs to be a center focus um, because service is so incredibly important, especially for me and my business. But I'm a business. I need to sell. I need to make the money. So when you basically put aside the fact of trying to sell and the effort of just trying to nurture your audience and like show up and engage with them, yes, you're still going to most likely make sales, but you have to still present the offer. Okay. You still have to give them a reason to move. You still have to have that urgency factor, you know, and, and by doing that, you'll make sales, right? Like you'll obviously convert those subscribers into buyers when you present them with the offer. So don't think you can do literally one through four and think you're fine. Like you have to actually present the offer and make it very clear exactly what it is, what the pain points you're solving, what it's going to do for them while also providing that urgency. You can't go wrong. You literally cannot go wrong with that. And so just to kind of go around here, you're going to find that you can fix all of these. Okay, and I think, I think what's also important too is that none of these reasons technically have anything to do with your buyers, with your subscribers at all, okay? The thing is, is that all these five things, you can fix yourself. You can do this. So to kind of wrap it around, you know, if they're not buying from you because they don't know you, it's your job to educate them on who you are, what you do, and how you can help them.
If they're not buying from you because you haven't established any credibility, if they don't know that you're credible, that you're the real deal and you're the expert in your field, that's on you too. I mean, like, simply put, some tough love. Like, this is totally on you. It's your job to establish that credibility. It is your job to show up and make sure that you're providing that. And also, too, if they don't know what your offer will do for them, that's your job, too. You have to educate them. You have to go through the process of telling them that, like, hey, here's what I'm going to solve for you. I know you're struggling with this. Let's take care of it by doing X, Y, Z, and we can do that through my course, membership, program, da, 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 whatever. That's on you guys. That is totally, completely on you. And then also along with that as well, too, you know, if there's no urgency, again, that's on you. I mean... <laughs> It's your it's literally your job to put in that fear of missing out. It is your job to push that urgency. And it's also your job to push an offer out there and not 6,000 of them. You know, being very clear on who you're looking to serve, what you're looking to do, and what you're going to be taking care of. I had a conversation. I don't know if it was this week, last week. I don't remember. Um, it was with my dear friend, Ashley Fernandez, and she is an amazing marketing strategist as well. Um, she and I have amazing conversations about content that converts and how that really looks like in someone's business. And we were talking about offers and we were talking about how, you know, there's so many different things that we could do, right? Like there's so many different routes that somebody can take, you know, whether it is social media, like what social media platform should I be on? You know, what kind of content should I write? How should I do this? How should I do that? Like there's so many decisions that we make as business owners and we miss out on the opportunity to do things well when we're trying to do all the things. Now, listen, I totally get it. I am literally the queen of doing all the things. Like, I will wear that hat literally every day and wear it proudly because I literally am like, oh my gosh, I'm literally doing all the things. But it's not, honestly, it's literally not something to be proud of because I don't do all the things necessarily well. I mean, we're being totally honest. Like, it's one of those things where, you know, when I have all the things going on, when I was trying to be on Twitter, trying to be on LinkedIn, trying to be on Facebook, trying to be on Instagram, trying to do this, trying to launch this offer, trying to make that offer work, you know, it, there's too much confusion. There is too much going on and basically hashtag overwhelm. Literally, it is just complete overwhelm. And so I really want to urge you guys as well too, like when you're thinking about your offerings as well, you know, really focusing on nailing one before you move on to another. I wish I would have done that by all means. And really focused on building and growing exactly where you're at and where you want to go. And that's how you can really build a sustainable business. That's how you build a sustainable email marketing strategy. You start off with what works and you keep building from there. So guys, I just want to send you all the love and all the encouragement and all the good stuff this week. I think you guys are freaking phenomenal. And I really hope that these are really, you know, eye-opening. If these are things that you're not currently doing, or if you're seeing that a current, you know, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> if you're, uh, there's like, there's like 80 different ways of saying exactly what I want to say based off of like every single email marketing. So I'm just going to say sequence because I feel like that's pretty universal. So if you have a sequence that you are running in your business that is not currently converting in the way that you want to, 
really take a look at that connection part. Take a look at these five things and see how, you know, it's currently going, you know, see how it's going to work out, see how you can really kind of shift it to make it more obvious exactly where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do and all the things. So thank you so much for joining me guys. We are seriously having a, you can't see me. I'm like waving my hands all over the place. I'm seriously so excited. We made it through this podcast episode without my child waking up and it looks like I made my dog go to sleep. So hopefully you didn't fall asleep either. (laughs) Anyways, if you guys have a brief moment, I would love if you would take a screenshot of this and definitely post it on Instagram. You can tag me at Ashley K. DeLuca and I will definitely share your post on my feed as well. So thank you so much for joining me and we will chat on the next episode. Did you love this podcast episode? I would love to know. Please head on over to ashleykdeluca.com and drop me a line. While you're there, be sure to sign up for my email list and get pretty awesome web design, email marketing, and entrepreneurship tips that I only send with my list sent right on over to your inbox. Also, I would love to invite you to join our awesome Facebook group of passionate creative entrepreneurs over at facebook.com forward slash simply business. And lastly, a huge thank you to some pretty sweet companies such as ConvertKit, Divi, Simply Be Design, and many more for supporting this video and giving my subscribers, yes you, some pretty awesome deals and discounts that you can check out over at ashleykdeluca.com forward slash support. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait to help you succeed on your entrepreneurial journey. Until next time, enjoy that cup of coffee.